nothing is more hidden than the secret art of being normal. There is good reason for believing this is a knowledge long lost to time. There are many researchers in the field of human behavior who think normal human beings are a mythical creature and normalcy a state of existence that is not technically possible, at least for humans. The reasons for thinking this are well known, understood and to some degree, excusable. First of all, with 8 billion persons in existence, if normalcy was possible, one would think it would have been stumbled upon by now, simply by accident. Instead, the opposite appears to be the case. Normalcy appears to be a condition missed by ever greater margins as each decade passes. If the 50s were a reasonably normal decade, the 2020s are a period when normalcy itself is considered the least normal state to be in. Anything approaching normalcy is treated as needing institutionalization and Whereas pedophilia and bestiality are considered options akin to origami as an interesting pastime to try. What are we to expect when normalcy is considered the average that exists between the extremes? The more the extremes move from one another, the broader and more encompassing becomes the center. However, liberals have it seems only one objective, the normalization of every peculiarity known to man. What is freedom, suggests liberals, if we treat defecation differently than painting? Is the concert pianist more deserving of attention than an orgy on stage? Who are we to decide what is art? Liberals are no longer willing to permit the market to decide what is worth seeing. If no one will pay for the exhibition, liberals believe the state must subsidize it. A liberal is a god. Liberals define who they are. They know good from evil. They are good. If a liberal has an idea, it has value by virtue of the fact they conceived of it. The ideas of a liberal becomes its own standard of excellence. What is normal in a world of diversity, a world in which the fact that someone thought of it, means it has attained virtue and value? Liberals say they look at the religions of the world and see no reason to patronize one above the others. Liberals claim there is no reason to favor one race over another. Liberals want to know what right anyone has to declare one's sexual preference is normal. But if everything goes and there is no normality, why not everything for everyone? Why restrain diversity, why discriminate against anyone for anything, when we are all unique? What is normal and natural when everything is normal and natural? What does normal mean when normal has ceased to have meaning? Liberalism is the systematic erosion of normalcy in favor of universality. There is no freedom to be who one wishes to be, if normalcy puts a wall around who a person is permitted to be. But it has to be understood, we are talking about social norms. Diversity is a code for the removal of all norms. The law establishes norms, but these are limited to what the law disallows. Laws can be adjusted and fine-tuned to reflect diversity as it grows. The question is always asked, if norms are not artificial. The answer is in the affirmative. There are no natural norms because nature does not define social norms, we do. Laws are artificial constructions. Our entire civilization is artificial, if one means by this, designed by humans for humans. The issue is not if the idea originated in nature or not. Nature has no interest in human beings let alone social norms. The important question is if liberals originated the idea or are they manifestations of God's will. A broader question is if our norms or standards are normal or abnormal. What are we normalizing by our habits and preferences? If we have no standards is this normal, ever?
Another way of asking this question is to ask if everything is normal, or can everything be normalized? The normalcy project works to define and promote true norms. We aggressively reject the universalization of behavioral outliers. To be normal is to manifest social norms. This is what conservatives seek to preserve. It is not normal not to have norms, this cannot be stressed enough. If you reject norms, you cannot be normal, by definition. Norms must be established to create normalcy. Liberals attempt to normalize the deviant and abhorrent. Conventional social norms are said to be violent, racist, reflective of white colonial culture and any other negative stereotypical thing liberals can think of. Perhaps our norms are these things. But it behoves those who say conventional norms are not normal, that their norms can be normalized. The fact that conventional norms are not for everyone does not make your norms true norms. Conventional social norms might be racist, but liberal norms are demonic and necrophiliac. Liberal social norms lead to pedophilia, a one-world fascist state, and the satanic religion of atheism. Liberalism cannot be normalized, logically and morally. To establish or re-establish the social norms of conservatism, we have to restore accountability and strengthen the normative court, which is essentially society protecting its norms. The first step is to understand the person is not intrinsically valuable. Even if we were, one value of one human life is cancelled by the value of another human life. In other words, the value of your human life does not trump the value of my life. The concept of human rights assumes human life has an intrinsic worth. Perhaps, but that does mean my life must be sacrificed or harmed to save or enhance yours. Why is my human life of so little consequence that it must serve yours, assuming you have no interest in doing what is required to save your own life? What if I live in a community of 100 persons and of these 95 will not work? Does that mean the other five must sacrifice their time and prospects to ensure the other 95 have what they need to live? Even if we cannot understand why this is abnormal in an objective way, we know it is not something we would like to see normalized. But that begs the question of what we wish to be normalized, because it seems there are a lot of people who dislike what was always considered normal, promoted as being the epitome of what normal is. Marriage and carrying a child to full term are ideas liberals vilify. In the liberal view of things what is conventional is white bias or the product of white supremacy. The conventional view of normality not only does not have anything to recommend it, so far as liberals are concerned. Liberals argue that conventional views of what is normal is traumatize a large group of persons, such as gays and pro-abortion groups. They are okay with their position traumatizing us. The liberal idea of normality is what the law allows, and this is predicated on which group can cause the most violence to affect its ends. Normality is the product of power, in the liberal scheme of things. Power normalizes situations by forcing accommodation onto others. The liberal view of normalcy is based on the double doctrine of power which states that might makes right and the end justifies the means. If the end is the normalization of drag shows, then the actions used to make us accept them are justified by the performers. It is important to look at the normal way of normalizing behavior, or what is called the normalization of normality. This is in contradistinction to the normalization of outlier actions. It is also important to understand normal is not the same as common. One would like to equate the two but technically it ought not be done. A better way of understanding normalcy is to equate it with what is objectively true or verifiable. 
Normalization is a self-justifying and self-legitimizing process. The normal does not have to be validated by external means. A parasite needs a host. To normalize parasitism requires an outside agent. The parasite cannot legitimize itself to the host. Liberals will argue parasites have as much right to live as the host. There may be efforts made to minimize the negative impact a parasite has, or to suggest there is some redeeming quality to the existence of the parasite. But ultimately the third party must overwhelm the host to justify the parasitic behavior. So, we cannot denounce the liberal view as objectively wrong, from the position of a liberal. But this does not prevent conservatives from forming an objective standard for evaluating the normality of behavior. Though liberalism cannot be subjected to objective standards as they exist outside of the normalcy continuum. The normative structure is the church. This is what it exists for, to define normality. If it follows the model laid down by Christ it can do this objectively and in a way that forms a scientific experiment. What must be remembered is the church is not a structure nor a group of persons. It is the people of faith. This begs the question as to what we mean by faith. Faith is not specifically our relationship with God. Our faith is defined by our relationship with other believers. We have to form the church. It is the church that defines our faith by the value we bring to the church. The crucial test is if we as the church constitute part of the test group or have remained part of the control group. If we do not trust the church, we will not invest our time and resources in it. We will focus on building up our own stores of value. These are characteristics of the control group. The church is an experiment to test the value of social norms. We do not need to own property because we have faith in each other. As a test group we help one anther and to add value to the experimental model. The church normalizes certain behaviors by confirming them in a quantitative way. What is normal is what is acceptable in the eyes of God, as filtered through the validating processes of the church. There is either no normality and no social norms, which means everything can be normalized or there is a standard, which means a lot of things are abnormal. If you agree standards must exist, it means objectivity has entered our world. The question is not just where the standards come from but how does objectivity enter the picture? This seems an easy question to answer. But it generally means we have taken on the persona of God. But no matter which group you say defines our standards it comes down to that group being able to impose its norms on everyone else. By making this claim it means our standards and social norms are based on the doctrine of power, a rule that says might makes right and the end justifies the means. Over time everything will be normalized as the law gives way to the squeaky wheel. But there is an alternative to the normalization of evil and a selling out to the depravity of the flesh. The only option to mankind's capitulation to the flesh is the church. The church is not a group of persons it is an asset or thing of value. The church is an experiment a method by which believers can validate faith and prove the existence of God. A proof of God and the validation of our faith is the fruit of our faith. The people are not the church. The building is not the church. The church is an experiment designed to prove the existence of God. The experiment demonstrates that those with faith are normal. Both private and public ownership are rejected as unscientific. Private and public ownership create conditions which cannot be justified and are therefore deemed abnormal and illegitimate. All commercial and surplus property is dedicated to the experiment to prove the existence of God.
participation in the experiment is a way to give back to God what belongs to God. Clients receive equity in the form of preferred shares. These are issued by the church during the experiment. Preferred shares represent the amount invested in the experiment by the believer. Preferred shares are issued as credits deposited in the account of the participating member. As a unit of account preferred shares is contracted to prefers and represented by the symbol. All work done for the experiment adds value to the assets used in the research and is paid for. All payments made to members are made as deposits to the member's prefers account. This is part of the experiment. Work creates value. This value is added to the assets that make up the experiment. This created value is issued as prefers and is paid into the account of the participant who created the new value. The experiment to prove the existence of God creates social norms that can be scientifically validated. A norm is validated as a social norm but its value. If it has no value it cannot function as a norm. Murder has no value as a social norm because it has no social value. But what is needed is a society that can validate the values of social norms. This is the purpose of the experiment. It is when we are proving the existence of God that we can validate what we are doing as valid social norms. In other words, the work of proving God's existence creates social norms that have objective, measurable value.